Gotcha. All right. Okay, so we're good. You, you Maybe, can hear me well, good. right? Oh yeah. Okay, we're tell good. me one more. Tell me one more thing. Um. I. I like the movie Smile. Shut up, bitch. Okay, we're good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Was that Chris Jericho? Shut up, bitch. Wait, wait, one more time. Sure. Shut up, bitch. The Rock. It's The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Okay. Okay. All right. So I think that's a good start. All right. <laughs> we are welcoming back the soundboard on this episode because I feel like it made sense. It's not, hey. it's not, it sounded good. Sounds good. Hell yeah. Okay. So you said that you liked the movie Smile, right? Oh, I did enjoy. I very much enjoyed the movie Smile. Okay, because I didn't. So I believe it is the right time to to play this. Uh, let's get ready. Because we're gonna have a disagreement episode today. For once, all right. For once, I think it's I think it's kind of necessary. So I think we can start. I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to add. Uh, well, okay. I have an idea. You know how we normally have opening bits. I don't have an yeah, opening yeah, bit, yeah. but I have an opening question. Okay, you have an opening question. Go ahead. Have you ever had anyone judge you for, like, your taste in film? Uh, that is what we do here every week. No, 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 but, like, in a negative way. Uh, yes, definitely. Okay, can you name one example, and I'll give you mine. Oh, okay, uh, mostly anime stuff, I guess. It's not even that bad. I guess. I know it's not it's not it's not even that bad, but it's like a it's like a, a friend that was, that was like you're fucking weave, but I guess it's not like the worst, but I think it's it's the only one that I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, you. Uh, Who so, you? so I actually had it happen to me this past week. I had some coworkers in my office; they were helping with a report, and yeah. uh, they were like, "Oh, your office looks nice, or whatever, whatever." Because I have so far, I have three posters up. Right, I have one of the yeah. DC heroes. Uh, that's fine. I have a Godzilla poster up and then a poster of Hogwarts, right? Okay. And then I'm like, yeah, but I'm not done. I still have like four more to go. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, I'm going to put a poster here of the Batman. I'm going to put one there of Metropolis, one there of Gotham, and then one back here of the Godfather. And then they were like, that's a red flag. Uh, Yeah, those are all, those are considered to be uh, male manipulator movies. Yes, except for Godzilla, which is a green flag. The, the, the Harry Potter movies and I mean Superman. now they are, I mean now they are. But no, okay, they were judging me on the Godfather one. They were like, any guy that likes that those that movie is a red flag. I'm like, yeah, why? This is an ongoing thought in in like film Twitter and like in the in the in the film sphere. Yes, but why? I don't understand. It kind of exudes the idea that. That's considered like the best movie of all time. So they're like, well, I like this because it's the best and no one else likes it the way that I like it because it's 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 like the best. Uh, you probably like like looser movies, like, I don't know, something else. I don't know. It's it's not bad. It's not bad, obviously. Like this, this is all, you know, based on, you know, very toxic uh, film students. But uh, yeah, it, if, if you look up like, movies that like male manipulator toxic red flag men like it's in the list that's what i'm saying see i don't understand that because okay look i full fucking cards on the table here 
I really do enjoy The Godfather as a movie, but it's not yeah. the way it was presented to me. It's like, uh, oh, that's because that, like guys that like base the whole personality around it, like it's really bad. And I'm like, that's fine. I understand. But I'm not one of them. I just like the fact that it's a I think it's a good story about a guy dealing with the issues with his family, the rift between a father and a son. Like, I like that. I like the family drama. I don't like I don't live my life by it. It's just like. Oh, good story. I like it. Can uh, I offer you a comparison that will that will help you make it make sense of this situation? Please. Let's say you and I just met. Okay? Uh-huh. Let's say you and I just met. Like, first impression. And I tell you, hey, I love the Patriots, and I think Tom Brady's the GOAT. What do you think of me? You're wrong. Same thing. So it's it's that. Oh, no, no, no. It goes even further, though. They looked at my books in my office, and they were like, are you a Trump supporter? Why? Because I had one book in there called The $100 Startup. Yeah, toxic male manipulator book. Why? It's just talking about people. It, it's, it's cases of people that started a small business with very little money. Like They just like, yeah. hey, this is how we were able to do it. It's a case study. It's a case. It's a just a book full of like twenty people that like. I started a mattress business. Here's how. Or hey, I started look, a. <laughs> I don't understand. I just look, knowledge. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's just how some things are tainted. It's just some how things are perceived. This is not gonna make sense immediately. I guess you just have to be in that space for a bit, and see that people that are a specific way tend to like these specific things. And those things tend to be identified with people that like these other ideas, even though you don't particularly are like that. Okay. So the fact that I have a bunch of books about business or the presidents makes me seem like an asshole. It's just finance bros. Finance bros are, uh, are, are, are considered to be a little bit toxic. <laughs> oh, this is an incredible my. opening bit. <laughs> Like, I no, do okay. Like, I, I'm not gonna take my like 20 year old Harry Potter books. Like, <laughs> fuck no, I've had those since I was in elementary school. I'm not gonna take those. I, I don't know, fuck. Okay, so I learned uh, something today, folks. Apparently, I am a toxic human being. Apparently, fuck. You don't, you're not a toxic human being, you just are, you just like some things that are considered that are usually enjoyed hardcorely by, by toxic men. I, I look, we all have. Our, our problematic face. Like, I love the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the world. A lot of horrible, dangerous, toxic, uh, Ensel men love that movie because they perceive themselves as a main character. I like it because it's funny, it's quotable, and it's got, uh, you know, really good effects that, that, that have held up. Not because I think of myself as a main character, because he is a dick. So, um, but that's just, but, but people don't say that. People will just hear, oh, you like that movie, you're like this. So, yeah, it's not fair, but I think it's uh, the, the only way to make it work is to enjoy the things that you do like in your own accord and just, you know, say fuck all to what, what everyone else thinks. So, yeah, if that makes sense. I'll stick to that. And with that, folks, that was our opening bit about toxic masculinity, apparently. Well. I'm sorry. I'm I hold the door open sometimes. <laughs> the intro already started. Let, let it roll. <laughs> Okay.
Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm Eddie. Reviewing Smile. And this is The Rollback. The Rollback. Once you see it, it's too late. After witnessing a bizarre, traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain as an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life. Rose most confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. So we have a new horror movie that came out this year called Smile, directed by Parker Finn. His first movie, it stars, stars Sosie Bacon, who I've never heard or, or seen before. And apparently she's the daughter of Kevin Bacon. So that's neat. And uh, it stars other people like Carl Gallner, Caitlin Stacey, Jace, Jesse T. Usher, uh, and Cole Penn. So we have... An interesting movie because it's an original horror movie, and we said, yeah, a quote-unquote original. I mean, I mean that it's not based on another source material. You said you like it. I am conflicted on it uh, because yeah, I think it does more things that I don't like than things that I do like. So, um, so let's get, uh, let's get, mm-hmm. let's get ready to rumble. Uh, what, what happened here? What do we like? What did we didn't like? I'm gonna let you go first. Well, okay, so should we start with all the compliments before we get to the complaints? Sure. I mean, I liked, I really appreciate the fact that it was different. It was restrained. It was scary when it, it, it was scary in light touches. It felt like the director was really like, okay, how can I make this scary without it being like just another like boom pop-up scare? Like there was one scene where I think right after the patient kills themselves, uh, we have the doctor, uh, Dr. Rose. Uh, she's in her office, I mean, in her home. And she's just looking in the dark. And you clearly see in gray the girl smiling. But yeah. she doesn't move. She doesn't rush you. She's just there, just watching. And, like, that creeps you out. That scares you. Like, restrained is what I really appreciated. The family dynamics of, like, always having that ugly conversation, which... I used to say never happened, and now I think it's happening all the fucking time. The the hereditary conversation of, like, your mm-hmm. sister's dead because of you. Well, mom, if you didn't make her... You know that ugly conversation? Yeah. They had that here with the whole, like, you're fucked up because of mom and our family and blah, 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 blah. You weren't there to help. You abandoned us. And, you know, I, I like that it does all of that. There is a family line, through line in this. Um... No, I just, I like the movie. And Rose is, to me at least, a very likable character. At the very least, she's a protagonist that you can root for. And I rooted mm-hmm. for her all the way until the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's your pros, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my my pros are that uh, while this movie has a lot of uh, jump scares, I, I, I will agree on, on one thing you said, and, and is that it does try to do a couple of creative things with it. To me, the best scare of the movie is or at least the most original one is when she receives that phone call from her security uh, uh, alarm, and and the voice just goes like, "Did you let someone in? Like someone's behind you," and they really linger on that shot of her from the back, like just and the, the tension rises in a, in a, in a scene like that. So I thought that part was done really well. Uh, the fact that they kept doing that thing where she would do something very like chaotic and like strong and and heavy and then it would go back to show that it was all you know in her head uh that scene where she goes and stabs uh, the mental patient and uh yeah yeah 
yeah, uh, you can really you you can really like uh, I, I thought it was really happening, and then and, and then we see uh, the the other doctor who's played by Carl Penn just like slowly rips his face off. Um, that I thought was really smart because it's like the one it, it's it's like that moment in the first Annabelle movie where you feel like she just took the baby and like hit it on the oh, on, on the yeah. thing. Yeah, because you're like, did she just really do that? Like, did she just do like a super evil thing? Like, like, uh, but 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 then, sorry, but then it shows that you know that technically she didn't. Um, and then also, I gotta give I gotta give praise. The last ten minutes of this movie, when she's in the house and she's going in and out, and and the, uh, the mom and the creature and the creature design with like all the mouths and like and when she's it's like coming inside of her mouth, that fucking genius that uh, i thought was like the best part of the movie uh it it was scary it was slow the creature design was fucking wonderful um so those parts i thought were were good i thought those parts were good a little long a little long movie uh 10 minutes two, no wait 10 minutes two hours it's 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 this movie and uh i thought uh there's an execution there that is done correctly. I would love to see another movie by this by this same director to see just in what in what they improve on and what they they do better. But those are like the main things that I I did like about about the movie. You know, okay? I do want I do want to comment though. I I don't know if we were going to comment on the end already, but I want to comment on the end. Damn. Yeah. The okay. last ten minutes from where you think, and that might be the one thing I didn't like about it, and I think it's the one thing you don't like about it either, mm-hmm. is. The creature design was legit scary. Like yeah. the initial design, I'm like, "Oh shit! Okay, like let's let's do this." I guess let's. You want to fist the cuffs, you you tall son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, that's the thing I always measure: is can I beat this guy in a fight? Like, can I like if, if I'm that sounds really stupid. Look, if I'm in the situation, could I win this? Yeah, Jason Voorhees will kill me. Freddy Krueger can kill me. I think I can take Michael Myers. I think I will, I will imperative on think. This okay. creature makes me like get on the back foot and just knew no, I don't want to fight this thing. Um, okay. the character design was terrifying, and I thought that was enough. Okay, and then when it rips off its face, and it has like what four jaws, five yeah. jaws just stacked on top of each other and it's just like it didn't have to do this they didn't have yeah. to do this they didn't have to go that hard and yet they did <laughs> oh, god yeah. and it's and it's it's also nuts because typically in most uh, films when you get to look at the creature that's when it stops being scary because you get a full look at it and we got a full look at this creature multiple times and it was still scary every time props to them because normally that that's not how it works yeah um so yeah but the ending there's like two other ways i would have played the ending but what did did you not like about it okay we're we're going into cons uh yeah we can talk about cons not the restaurant you think you know me (laughs) you really enjoyed the soundboard you really enjoyed the soundboard huh Okay. Yes, I do like the soundboard. Okay. So, what <laughs> I, I didn't like, uh, what I didn't like about this movie, there's a there's two very large shadows that are casted on top of this movie. Okay, two. First one is a little movie called It Follows, and the second one is a little movie called Hereditary. Okay. 
Yes. Okay. So let's talk about, let's do one, then let's do the other. The thing when it follows is that it's basic concept of an entity following you and it being passed on. Sure. How did it, uh, sure. Let's say it follows who was not the first one to do it. It is the prime example. It is the movie that like we all see like, oh, this is like the modern uh, horror movie that did this concept and executed it perfectly. But also it was subtle. It was quiet. It, 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 it had a lot of factors working in its favor. Uh, you couldn't really tell on what uh, on what era it was happening. It could be in the 80s, it could be in the 90s, it could be right now. Um, there is uh, there's so much subtext and so much like uh, like things that can be can be interpreted from it in uh, in a in a subtle way. Like the movie could easily be about STDs, or it could be about you know growing up, or it could be about a lot of things. And but it doesn't tell you directly. It lets you interpret it by what is happening. And then when it ends, it ends in like a, in like a note where you know that this is going to keep happening, but the, at least the main character is safe, you know? So I like that about, about It Follows. And sadly, any movie that tries a concept similar to that will be compared to it, okay? Uh, now, when it comes to Hereditary, Hereditary is kind of like the big modern horror example. Like, it's the new classic. It's like the new thing that, like, will inspire future horror creators like it, it it just is okay it's a it's a movie that sadly i think will not be replicated replicated or and it it's going to leave a mark and there's one scene one specifically the scene you mentioned of like when she gets to the house and she sees the the lady smiling in the dark and then when it, when she turns off the light it's gone that is a scene from hereditary like not paid reference not uh not 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 referenced no it's copied it's lifted it's literally the same scene and it's the scene of like when she gets back from the from the uh from the funeral and she sees her mother standing there it's the same goddamn scene and i did not like that they lifted the, the same i mean referencing it is one thing but lifting it come on man come on um so that i didn't like and also the other thing that i don't love about smile and my, my other big big thing is that like what I mentioned about about uh, it follows, and that also happens in Hereditary, is that the movies are the movies are clearly trying to tell a message and display an emotion, and they do it through the story and through the characters. In this one, there's a scene at the end where she's taught where uh, where Rose is talking with her mom, or at least like the the entity taking the position of the mom, and they kind of spell out the message. Like, uh, like, oh, I, uh, this is all happening because you saw me, uh, you saw me dying, and you didn't do anything. Well, it was not my position to carry it because I was a child, and I, I, I shouldn't have. Like, my only responsibility is to be a child. I will not carry it with this grief anymore. Like, like, we're supposed to interpret that. We're supposed to write about it in like blogs and reviews and interpretations. The movie is not supposed to spell it out for us. It's not fun when it does that. Okay, and I think it follows and hereditary work that through it. And I don't like what they did. What they did here by just spelling it out for us. What I'm trying to say in layman's terms is that. Joke, Jim. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so there's a couple of other things that I didn't like, but those are my main big things. And while they're not, they don't destroy uh, the identity of the movie, and they don't they don't hinder my enjoyment of it or anyone else's enjoyment of it. It is there. It is always there. And it's kind of like a dead pixel on a screen. Like I cannot not focus on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Am I making sense? No, no, you're not wrong. I mean, 
I, I think I made that joke in when I did the video review of like, it follows with uh, with a tinge of, uh, I think, hereditary. Or I'm, yeah. I'm sure I made that joke with like a sprinkle of Mad Max on it. Witness me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, you're not wrong. Like, it's a very similar thing. Mazevit um, being an STD, it's trauma. Yeah. Um, see, I'm surprised that you. We have two very different issues with the film. Yeah. Um, so what's your what's 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 your big issue? What do you? What do you? Uh... <laughs> what the rock is cooking? Give it to me. Give so, it to me. So am I the rock in this? I guess. Am I Black Adam? <laughs> I guess I was the edge, so you can be the rock. <laughs> that, you know, why didn't that match ever happen? That would have been a great match. Rock versus Edge. <laughs> Fuck Roman Reigns. I want to see the rock and edge at WrestleMania 39. <laughs> um, okay, so for me, um, yeah. my big issue. So this goes into my inter- whole interpretation of this. It seems like this creature is supposed to represent trauma, right? A physical manifestation of trauma to everybody. Slightly different to every individual, but nonetheless, here's her trauma in physical form, right? Yeah. She goes to the house of her childhood where this incredible trauma took place, where this guilty moment happens. And man, it is hard when she says, like, you know, like, I let you, I let my mother die. Like, yeah. I could have helped her, but I chose not to because I, I was a scared kid, yeah. you know? Like, I'm sure we all have moments from our past that we can look back on and be like, I could have handled that better, but I was yeah. a, I was a stupid kid. You know, I didn't know any better, right? Yeah. So she confronts it. She confronts her mother and says, like, you know, I, I'm sorry for what happened, but I was a kid. I'm not sorry. Like, it, it's a weird in-between. Yeah. And then the monster comes out, right? Because we need our... I thought the climax was her talking to her mom. Yeah. But then we get the monster. She bashes the monster with the fire and says, I'm done with you. Like, I'm, I'm going to leave you behind. Sets it on fire, leaves, goes to talk to the cop. The cop says, I'll be with you forever. Begins to have a creepy smile. Turns out she's still at the house. The monster, like, takes her over. And then she lights herself on fire in front of the cop. And seemingly the, the cycle will continue, right? Yeah. To me, what that's saying is the trauma destroys you. Right, like there should have been a positive message at the end of this, but yeah. instead it comes out that no, <laughs> your trauma stays with you and it kills you. And I don't yeah. think that was the right way to do it. I think there's two other ways that this movie, the ending, could have played out where it would have had a better message. Okay, one for a sequel and one for like to close people. out the story. Yes, yeah. one side of it, keep it the same up until the point where he says, "I'll be with you forever." But instead of him having an obvious evil smile, just have him like smile at her like in a a warm a warm smile, yeah, yeah, and a then genuine she, one, yeah, and then she's like, boom, movie ends, like 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 very like disgusting yeah. for just a second, the movie ends. That it's left to us to interpret. Wait, is she still? Because by this point, the trend was there of her waking up, and yeah. you know it didn't really happen. So. If you want a sequel, go with that route. The version I would have preferred is part Babadook, where it happens, right? She sets it on fire, and she... She has uh, to live with it. Yeah, she goes to the cop, right? I'm going to sleep here. Fast forward six months, she's at work. She's talking to a patient, and we see it just in the corner. There's something there in the corner. Patient leaves, 
and the creature just says very weakly, like, you'll give in someday. And she is like, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Like, like again, like she has to live with it, but she can learn to manage it. You can learn to manage and deal with your trauma and move forward with your life and have a life, you know? Yeah. Her trauma yeah. is still it's like there. The, yeah. It's like the ending of Gerald's Game. Yeah. I've never seen Gerald's Game, but yes. Oh my God, you would love it. I yes. need to see it then. Yeah. Um, but no, but yeah. So like, I think one of those two endings would have been better. What this way you can have a sequel because dude, it grows $90 million of a $15 million budget. It's going to get a sequel. I have no doubt about it. You have one path for a sequel and one path that gives a positive final lesson of we all have trauma, but we can learn, we can all learn to move forward and live with that trauma and move past it. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was the problem you had. Cause that was the problem I had. I was like, this isn't a great message. <laughs> no, uh, there's, I think uh, the movie, sadly, I think suffers from great execution, but there's not like a, it, like the concept is good, but it's a, uh, it's a better execution than it is a concept. If that makes sense. Uh, and it works because it's so well acted. Okay. Uh, this girl, Rose Cotter, I mean, Sosie uh, uh, Bacon, she's really good at uh, like, she was stressed the entire movie. Like she didn't have a moment where she was happy that in the in that entire movie. She was stressed and sweating the whole time, and uh, and also, but the performances on the side are also really good. Like one of the best scenes in the movie, I think, is when she meets the the one guy who had it but got rid of it because he passed it on to someone else because he killed someone in front of another person. Yeah. When he realizes that she's the one that is carrying it, his reaction is like full on yeah. terror. To the point get that away you from get me. scared. Yeah, yeah, you get scared by how he got scared. Yeah. Uh that that I thought was brilliant. That was like the some of the best acting in the movie. And uh and 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 he the that I thought was good. And then by the end, when you're catching on to how everything works, how the mechanics and the rules of this of this creature are, and she goes outside and she she kind of cracks it. She, she goes, if I go by myself and I die there. Like it dies with me. Like no one else has to take it. And when she leaves, uh, because it's all been an illusion, and she sees the the cop, and she goes, "Shit! Like it's gonna, it's gonna get me. It's gonna be passed to him." Yeah. Uh, like it's it's gonna happen. So uh, you just know that it's it's cursed. Like it's like she, like no one's gonna make it out of this correctly. So uh, so she goes back in, and that's when they have you know this fu- that fucking awesome scene when the thing crawls inside of her mouth, and then. And she loses, you know, she loses. We, he loses. We all lose. Like, it's like this thing is still out there. So I don't know. I think it's tragic, but it's not like poetically tragic or like smart tragic. It's just, it becomes another cycle. It it just makes you think, oh, did, did everyone else that carried this had a similar trauma experience that took, that the creature took, uh, took form of because it can't be like the mom all the time, you know? Yeah. Well, I, what if, I mean, they'll probably explore that in the sequel. I don't think it's an if, it's when the sequel comes out. Maybe they'll explore yeah. it at that point. But yeah. hey, here's a sequel, Frown. <laughs> um, and it can, maybe it'll cover the cop, because the cop was a likable character. Um, man, the, the scene where, I don't know if it got you too, but when she's talking to the therapist in her house, and then the therapist yeah. calls... Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, fuck. Great scare. Great scare all the way through. Um, okay. 
you brought in something that I didn't wanted to talk did wanted to touch on that jump scares. Mm-hmm. We were reaching a point in horror uh, uh, history where we were getting out of the jump scares and we were getting into slow burn uh, uh, horror, uh, horror and uh, and mood and stuff. And that I thought was working. It was working for me. I don't know if it was working for you. I am not a big fan of the jump scare. I this agree. movie has jump scares galore. Okay. Like, well, well, too many, I think. You know, honestly, I didn't feel like it had too many jump scares. It didn't. It wasn't bugging me. Okay, it bugged me because I felt like they just kept piling on top of each other, and, and like scenes where she's standing, uh, or she's standing from the back, and she's holding the phone, and she's getting that call, and they're like, "Look to your, like, look behind you," or uh, hell, even the the aura and like the the uh, there were scenes that were not scary, but just everyone's reactions were were scary, and that I think is a lot more like it works a lot better. Than just uh, than just jump scares, and I feel like this movie kind of abused those jump scares to me, I've, uh, at least. You know, have you ever seen? Um... No, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I was gonna say this. So, have you ever gone to a theater? And I know when we're in theaters, you know, audiences can make an experience better. Yeah, smile might have been a case where an audience member made the experience worse. Okay, Cause... who 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 screwed the pooch? This little, it was a fully grown adult. So when I say little, like I'm just saying, like this mother, there was a there was a a lady there, and I'm sure she's a fine person. I'm sure she's a good human being. Okay, I'm sure she's nice, but this bitch was screaming at every little fucking thing and setting everybody else off, even when there was no fucking scare. Okay, for no fucking reason, to a point where I legit looked. And I stared in their direction for about 30 seconds to see where the fuck's the camera. Because they have to be recording this for YouTube. This is bullshit. Like, there's no way. There's no reason to scream when uh, we've seen this scare in the trailer 10 times. Oh, of the the head. Yes. But she was also screaming when she walked out. Like, you're going to scream 10 seconds before the scare and then at the scare? Then after the scare? Really? Really? Like, I'm sorry. I took up a whole minute of this podcast, but I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> Fuck this. Look, day. look, I, I'm not going to judge her because that could have easily been me. No, you know how I do with horror. No, 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 it's no. Just, I will uh, ju- Wait, okay. Let me ask you this. Do you scream for no reason during a horror movie? Not with no reason, but I'm exactly. very jumpy, you know? No, no, this was not, she's jumpy. This is for no reason. When the kid opens the box and finds out it's a dead kid and she screamed. Okay. Which also, fuck, that made me immediately go, oh, the cat's in the box, isn't it? The second he started, the second he got his gift, I was like, really? I, I knew it first. I knew it immediately. I was like, oh, shit, the cat's in the box. I did not, I did not see it coming, like at all. Because when the cat went missing, I was like, okay, we're going to find the body somewhere. And the second. Oh, yeah, a birthday gift. Oh, I know what happens here. And yeah. So what do you think? Who should hit? The, who should get hit in the sequel, the kid or the cop? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, the cop already has it. Maybe he gives like, it that's... to the kid. <sighs> what if the kid does it at school? Oh, my God. And then, well, we don't... And then there's 24 <sighs> kids now with all this trauma. I feel like there is space 
to develop the concept, you know? Remember how Alien, the sequel, has, is Aliens, and it's just the same thing, but with more aliens? Yeah. I think, I think you can develop this. I think you can add more to it. I see this movie as like, okay, it's, it's good, but it could be better. And I'm not... <laughs> I mean... and, yeah, and you know me. You know I'm not usually the, 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 the guy who's like, yes, let's make a sequel to this. This one I think could benefit from it. Let's see, bring the, bring the same person who directed this and wrote this and see what else they, make it, make it poppable, make it, make it heavier. And if you do, I don't think, I would not mind coming in and be like, you know what? Smile 2 was fucking great. Smile 2 was better than the first one. Smile 2 is one of the new modern classics. But I will not know until that movie is done. Until then, I find this movie, uh, I don't know. I smell pointless. I don't know. Kind of, kind of, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. Not, not great. Not wonderful. It's good. Uh, you know, you said uh, the audience made it, made it worse. My audience made it better. I was in a full theater and everyone was reacting in the right, in the right ways. And everyone was screaming in the right, in the right, in the right moments. And that I think elevated the, uh, the enjoyment because this is the first time in a very long time that I drove back from the theater to my home, which is not a long drive. And I was, ugh, I was like, I was like, I, I could feel it. I, the weight in my shoulders, the entire, the entire drive. Yeah. And I don't think it would have happened if I hadn't enjoyed it as much as I did with the audience. So that, uh, at least was a good experience. And that's why I like watching horror movies in theaters because those, because they, the audience makes it a little better. That's so, uh, yeah. Um, what are your final thoughts on this one? It's good, not great. It's uh, it. Uh, I give it a what did I give it? I gave it a three stars, I think. I gave it three stars. Uh, it's uh, on my on my favorites of the year. It sits like above Lost City, but below Hocus Pocus two, and um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's fine. I'm glad we got an original horror movie, but like if you ask me to watch something like X or this, like I'll watch X again, you know. Uh, um, but this one I think is a little bit more. I think more people will watch this, you know. So it's very they, widely available. Yeah. When they do a sequel, are you up for watching it? Yes, definitely. All right. Well, there you go, folks. For Shamas uh, locked in. If when one, not if, but when we get a sequel, we'll be covering it here on the rollback. We'll be here. Uh, you were about to call me Fernie, weren't you? Just for a sec. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I cannot wait to use this on Fernie. Shut up, bitch. I'm going to use it on <laughs> any chance that I get. What I, is he going to do? <laughs> fight you, maybe? Shut up, bitch. <laughs> what is he going to do? I okay. want to I, I hear him try. <laughs> um, what are your final thoughts? Uh solid film a different take on a concept we've seen before but it was a good it was a good take on it i just wish they would have gotten more creative i, I wish they would have been smarter with the ending because there were so many other ways that they could have played it i understand but i wish they had gone another way yeah. all right what, what would you score a no no that, that's too that's way too high b not not a b minus just a b just a b all right it's better than good but standard yes um all right, that's that's, yeah no it's not but it's gonna get more money than something like x so oh i mean it's not mile. bad well, i mean it's, it's on the verge bad. of breaking 100 million dollars so like i'm pretty I, sure we're gonna get a sequel off it 
if anything, I hope people, uh, if they see this, I hope they they watch, they go like, oh, I watched this. Uh, oh, it follows. It's similar. I'll watch it follows just so we can get more attention to it follows because even though it's good, uh, it deserves more attention. Um, all right. I guess that should be it. I wanted to cover one more thing, but we could save it for like, for like after we do the closing. Mm-hmm. Um because I have an idea that I wanted to, you know what? We'll, we'll we'll just get to it now. Yeah, I was talking. With, I was talking with a frequent guest of the show, Jimmy James, Jimothy, James, uh-huh. J- Jim, uh, and Jim had a, had a had a good idea because Jim wanted to convince me to watch the new Dragon Ball movie, uh, the Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, and I said no because even though I am a weave and I am Mexican, which usually equates to having an an undying love for Dragon Ball. I am not a fan of Dragon Ball. I, I I just I never got into it, and I never like really like pressed into it. But Jimmy wasn't either. Jimmy got into Dragon Ball very late into into their lives, and I had an idea. I wanted to take you versus Jimmy in a in a video in a in, in an episode where you you get to just clash about your ideas about Dragon Ball because you two have very different ideas on it, and I just want to see how that goes. And I just wanna, I, I, I don't wanna have opinions. I just wanna come in, maybe play some sound bites, and just uh, moderate and see what happens. What do you think? Completely fucking down. Let me ask you this though: Is there gonna be questions of like who's the strongest, and we're gonna argue? I don't think so. I think it's gonna be a little different than that. Okay. All right. You know, I am fucking down. I am down. If okay. Jimmy wants also- to get jobbed out on on the on the rollback, I'm down. Sounds great. Well, that that is okay, and it's great because I get to use this sound next time on Dragon Ball Z. There we <laughs> go. So, all right. So that look look forward look forward to that. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie, and this was the robot. With a reminder, I have no reminders. <laughs> With a reminder to always charge your phone. Bye, kids. Right. There we go. All right. With like a couple seconds left over. Yeah. Uh, I'm yes. going to rip the audio immediately to try and put this up right now. And I just want to see how the soundboard came out. Okay. Because also, yeah, uh, I was using.